Oh, no, my guy. My guy, bro. Why the come you can next week? I don't care. Slow down, chill. Hello? Larry, I'm going to be in Birmingham next week and I don't have a place to stay. Alright, hold on. Hello? Guy, ah, I just got back from work and I'm already searching for accommodations and things I'm seeing. I'm so stressed already. Hold on, Jill. A very big thank you to everyone who's been listening to this podcast. I appreciate you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sending your feedback. I appreciate you. Thank you, Teresa, for sending your feedback. Um, I, I like your feedback because specifically I was making it for people to be able to relate to it as well, for people in the UK to be able to relate and see that, oh, yes, you're not the only ones that have experienced whatever it is that they've experienced. So, yes, thank you. Thank you. All right. Yes. Also, for everyone who's been retweeting on Twitter, I really appreciate you. Thank you for sharing on Twitter. Thank you for sharing. Keep sharing. Keep telling everyone to listen because this podcast is going to help you one way or the other. You will find something that will help you at the end of the day. Without further ado, let's get straight into the episode for this week. Okay. This week, we'll be talking about accommodation. That's what we're talking about. Uh, we'll be answering questions on where can you stay? What kind of accommodation do you need? How much do you need? Which areas do you stay? Okay. We're talking about those kinds of things on this episode. So let's get into the episode, Jackpot folks. Welcome to Jackpot 101. And uh, like we always do on the show, they will be introducing themselves. Last time, the rumor started, so let's have the guy. Hi, my name is Samuel. I came into the UK last September, mm. studying my master's program in Aston University. Mm. Yeah. Um, what are you studying in Aston University? Studying business analytics, actually. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Hadenike. Mm-hmm. I'm a digital marketer. Yeah, I work for um, a partition company, basically like an interior company. Yeah, so I help them manage their um, website and um, also just basically grow their um, audience mm-hmm. and every other thing you can think about, a mm-hmm. marketer. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. but, you, but you were a student first year. Oh yeah, so mm-hmm. um, I, I came in. I came in um, October 2020 during the lockdown. Yeah, so um, I studied branding and promotion. Mm. Yeah. That's hard. We're going to talk about that. That's, in fact, what we're going to talk about first. Trust me. Right? Because, like... Sounds <laughs> interesting. Moving to this country during the lockdown. First of all, we're going to talk about the whole transition, That's right? Mental. So, today we're talking about accommodation, people. Um, it's a whole P, having to look for a place to stay in this country. And it, I think that's, that's really... Aside job hunting, you cannot apply for the job under the bridge, on the streets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to now in a room... To apply for the job, you know that. So, aside job hunting, I think where to stay and where to rest your head is very important. So, I'm going to take us back in time. Like, let's let me just refresh your memory. Let's go back in time. Back in Nigeria, did you have to look for a place to rest your head? Did you have to pay rent? Did you have to hustle for accommodation and all of that? Okay, so back in Nigeria, after I finished my uni, um, I did my you know NYC's next after uni. Mm-hmm. But luckily for me, would I say luckily? 
we do magu magu and all of that. Magu, please, you can't say magu magu. <laughs> Go ahead, please, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, you know, basically, um, I did my NYC in the same state where I was living. So mm. I was I was living with my parents while I was doing my NYC. So as at that time, I didn't have to do um look for a place to stay. But after I finished my NYC, I got a job in Port Harcourt. So I had to leave the city I was living. And I thought I was going to have to look for a place. But luckily for me again, my company gave me accommodation. Oh, so, uh-uh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so I didn't have to look for accommodation there. Is your middle name lucky? <laughs> <laughs> but for those who don't know what NYC means, it's a National Youth Corps, Youth and Service, service Youth and Service Corps. Hey, God. National Youth Service Corps. Corps. That's it, NYC, National Youth Service Corps. It's a compulsory one-year program that every Nigerian who has graduated from university has to go through, right? So you get to work. Uh, before that, you have to go to, like, a training for, like, three weeks first. And then, you know, they, tra- they, they send you outside your city. That's why Samuel said Magumago. <laughs> some people do, like, you know, there's some people don't leave the cities that they are originally from or where they've resided for a very long time. They tend to, like, stay there because what am I really going to do in the northern part of Nigeria that's not so safe, right? But you moved to Port Harcourt, right? Yeah, so... Which is... That's that's a decent city. Yeah, to be fair, mm. decent. But although mm. I was I was still warned <laughs> that street, yeah. street boys day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, mm. um, but because I was like residing in the company estate, I didn't really have a lot to worry about. Yeah. So the company had an estate. It was Exxon of you. It was as what well, Oh, we're going to come back to that, right? <laughs> Nika, did you have to um, look for accommodation in Nigeria or like all of that was settled? You had your parents resting with your parents. Um, actually, yeah, I did have to look for accommodation. Um, first, I would say was um, during NYC, same, actually. That was the first um, time I really had to look for accommodation myself. But I had, uh, my dad actually helped me with that mm. for some reason, because mm. it was like in Ibadan, so he knows people like in Ibadan, so he just spoke to a few people and they were able to like help just get a place mm-hmm. and everything. So yeah, that was the first encounter I had. And the second one was um, when I was done with um, NYSE and I had to do my master's in UI. Mm. And I didn't want to stay in the uni accommodation because, you know, so I had to look for an accommodation outside uni also. So mm. yeah, that was also, um, a big deal, actually, because I was also working then. I didn't have the time to go for viewing, get so I had to look for friends to help me go for viewing and all. Which, you know, in Nigeria, viewing is very important because you basically <laughs> so important you basically Nigeria. can pay for something and then you're seeing a different thing. Mm. So you have to actually see what you want to actually pay for. Yeah. So um, it was it was actually stressful. Mm. It was really stressful getting a decent place because you're trying to cut costs. You don't want something too expensive. And at the same time, you want something decent also. Mm. And you're also looking at location. Mm. It's a place close to, like, is it um, um, a place that you can find um, transportation, where transportation is easily, easily yeah, accessible, accessible, all those things. So, yeah, like, it wasn't actually easy, I would say. But, I mean, the good thing with that is the fact that you're, you're paying yearly. And Ooh. it's bills inclusive. Yeah. I mean, the one time you pay, that's it for the year. Mm. You don't have anything to think about, like, oh, do I have electricity to pay for or water? We pay for electricity now. I think we have to buy Nepal token or what? Yeah, I think with this one, okay, yeah, yeah, that's true, actually. Mm-hmm. We paid for electricity now that I remember. Yeah, but it was um, prepaid. Yeah. Yeah, it was prepaid. Meter. I think, mm. how much were we paying? It was about, was it 100 naira? Eh? 
Are you serious? I can't even remember. I knew, I, was, I knew it wasn't expensive. That is so wild. It wasn't, it was, it wasn't expensive. Mm-hmm. Promise, I promise you, it wasn't expensive. Like, mm-hmm. Because the money wasn't something you literally have to stress about. And I wasn't even working. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't like I was working or anything. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't, it, wasn't stre- like, it wasn't expensive at all. So, yeah. You know what I'm not happy about? The way you just breezed through that you've done one master's before and then you came to come. Bro, I'm not- <laughs> like, I'm not happy that you, you just I, said, oh, yes, I was trying to when do that. When I heard, I was like, oh, you have two <laughs> master's degrees? <laughs> yeah. You really like Buko. No, I don't <laughs> like Buko. No, you do. No, Nika, you see. Let me t- and let me tell you... I I think it's okay that because you two master's degrees. No, I cannot do two master's degrees. No, to, be, to be fair, to be fair, I don't think it's a matter of liking. Bro. Are you sure? Because there was a time in Nigeria where after uni, yeah. after NYC, mm-hmm. the next thing was like to do masters. Mm-hmm. Then the second masters is more or less. But it, it wasn't. It about. wasn't. So, I think. I think the thing with me was like it wasn't part of my plan. Like I was just doing my because I served inside UI right. So I was just doing my NYC. I was enjoying life because that was like the moment of my life. I mm-hmm. basically enjoyed my NYC. And then my dad called me one day and was like, UI Masters is out. Mm-hmm. Why not take the form and everything? So it wasn't like I never really had that break. I've never really had a break. Like a gap year yeah, where I had to actually yeah. take time to think. So the mm-hmm. only time I had to think was 2020, the lockdown. Mm-hmm. It was a blessing to me because that was when I applied to the UK mm-hmm. and said, okay, this is what I really want to do for myself. Mm. Now let's dive into that time when you applied to the UK. Mm-hmm. Now I like that you mentioned that your dad actually influenced, you know, getting getting a place to stay in Nigeria, which mm-hmm. is very, very God bless all our parents. Trust me. <laughs> because you see the connections that they have. Bro. I pray that I have that kind of connection in Honestly, life. Honestly, <laughs> to like, make life easy for your yo, kids because... Like, my dad will just call one radio station. Um, my son is looking next thing I'm on air. Do you understand? It's UK. crazy, right? But moving to this part of the world, having to move to the UK, right? Mm-hmm. What was it like? Especially in the pandemic time, give us a lowdown of... The, from the time you applied to finding your accommodation and then coming over here? I would say it was it was mental. Okay, so firstly, you know, after applying for, like, uni, getting your cars, and then the school actually sends you, like, an email giving mm-hmm. you a list of accommodations that are available. And you know you have to apply. Just like Nigeria, we actually apply for accommodation. Then not really apply. They give you a list that you're eligible for, like, an accommodation you could actually apply and get easily, mm-hmm. right? So you're allowed to apply to this accommodation and then they will let you know if it's available or not. But when I checked the prices, they were they were really unrealistic to me because it was like, why why do I have to pay this much? This just amount to, of money. Yeah, and the rooms are like very small. Like you're still sharing things. It's not like you have the space to yourself. So why why do I have to pay this? Like why do I have to pay so much for that kind of space and everything? So I was like, okay, let me try and see if I can actually get like somewhere else outside the school. And this was in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, I was still in Nigeria all this while though, because mm. I had to look for the accommodation. I don't, I don't, I don't have anyone in the UK yeah. actually. I don't have mm. any family member in the UK, so yeah, I had to look for the accommodation before coming here, or else I was gonna sleep at the airport or something. So yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> what I had to <laughs> what I had to do was just I started my research actually. So I just broke it down. Like I was just, you know, Google, Google is your friend actually when it comes to this. Google things. is your friend. Trust me. I just started searching, 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 and then I came across um this thing called the campus village. Hmm. Yeah. So I reached out to them, I called them, and then I told them the kind of accommodation I needed. And they sent me um different list of um 
places and everything, names and all. So I said, and then I finally got one, which was um, 99 pounds per week. Yeah, but the classes as a Nigerian, as an international student, let me use international. So as an international student, you can't really pay monthly because it's like, they don't expect you to get here and like maybe um, just get a job immediately, immediately. or, and also the main reason why um, the check are so, um, maybe like um, bank statement for coming years because they want to know if you can actually afford these things. Mm -hmm. So the accommodation only gave me the option to pay twice. Either I pay once, like straight up, or the I pay whole, twice. Like everything that you have to pay. Yeah, everything I had to pay. Mm. Yeah, so it was like two installments. And the first installment, you have to pay before coming in. Then the second one, I think they give you like two months or three months, and you have to pay the balance. Yeah, so I paid the first installment, and then, yeah. So when I got here, when I got to the UK and everything, okay, wait, did I even make the payment? Oh, so I haven't made the payments fully, kind of, because bank issue and everything, mm -hmm. and my parents were trying to use the form here to mm -hmm. make the payments. So when I got to the UK... <laughs> I haven't paid for my accommodation. So <laughs> where did you stay? I didn't know Trust this me. airport piece still happened. It was, it was ah. actually, like, this is where it gets funny, right? Mm -hmm. So I got to the accommodation and then I called my parents that, okay, have you made the payments, evidence and everything? Let me show them that I've paid for my accommodation and everything. My mom has to <laughs> tell me that, oh, so um, the bank is saying they haven't been able to process the money and everything. Like, okay. So... In my head, I was just like, this has to be a joke. This has to be but I was just like, calm down. So that's one of the things I learned, right? Mm -hmm. One of the things UK actually taught me is how to actually like, um, like I basically just learned how to process things quickly mm -hmm. and look for solution. Mm -hmm. Because in Nigeria, usually I'm, I'm like, a, you know, I have my parents just call and yeah. complain to rant mm -hmm. and they will just help you think of something. But I had to fix this thing myself. So I just went to them. I was like, okay, so I just got in from Nigeria. My parents already made the payments, mm -hmm. but bank is saying they will need time to actually process the receipt. So they're like, okay, that's fine. How long is that going to take? I'm like, I don't know, but I should maybe in the next 24 hours or 48 hours, we could mm -hmm. get the evidence. The evidence came, I showed them. Before I knew it was three months already, I needed to pay the balance. So then I had to call my parents. Okay, so yeah, they did the process and everything. But this time I, they couldn't do the form here because it was mm -hmm. due already. Mm -hmm. So they had to use the black market, which was really Ooh. expensive. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't aware. And I mean, I blame myself because I was even capable. It's three months. Mm -hmm. Three months in the UK goes like three weeks. It goes like you're trying three to get a days job. You're trying to settle minutes. in. There's uni assignments, deadlines there and Yo. there to meet and mm -hmm. everything. So I was basically busy with other things. I forgot I even had accommodation oh, bills to sort out and everything. So yeah, it was they had to use the black market to actually sort the last which was and it was already January. That was when everything went up to Yo. seven. Yeah, it was wow. it was terrible. That's yeah. Tough. It, it, there's no COVID anymore. Nobody's asking you for, I was going to say that. you know, so for you who came after the COVID, after, you know, there, there were no restrictions like that again, like how did you find a place to so stay because, from there? Because I knew how expensive, like it was going to be. And I, I, I for one, did not want my parents to pay accommodation Bad fees. Bad boy. No, I felt like I should be able to take care of that myself. So what I did was, yeah, what I did was, because the way it would have been is you get to the, um you have some money to pay for like maybe like your first few months of accommodation you know but I didn't want that so um I had spoken with my because I have someone that stays here so again you can say I was lucky but <laughs> basically basically I stayed with someone for like first two 
first three months while I was trying to make some money and then get a place of my own. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? So um, I came in September. I was I just stayed there till um, I came in ending of September. So basically October, November, December, three months. And then January was when I was already looking for my own accommodation. accommodation. I had saved up some money from when I came in and started working. You understand? So, and I know that student... Wow, th- this reminds me I've, because she said something. I was going to say you should remind me mm-hmm. of how, like, when she said um, they keep records, they think you should know everything. Mm-hmm. There was a silly mistake I made from Nigeria that I think people sh- people should be aware of. Please tell us about it. Someone want, someone advised me from Nigeria that if I was going to be coming to school in Birmingham, and the person I was going to be staying with was in Manchester, you know, you, you with COVID, you had to. Um, put an address where you're going to isolate for 14 days. Mm-hmm. The address I put was where I was going to be staying with the person. Mm-hmm. And that was Manchester. So um, someone told me, what if you get to the airport and the immigration officers are looking at your documents and they see your school is in Birmingham, but you're mm-hmm. going to stay in Manchester. It's going to look suspicious. So they were like, um, I should probably try to get a booking for a student accommodation in Birmingham. So... I was like, yeah, that's it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So what did I do? I just went online, Google, um, got student accommodation in Birmingham. I'm looking for a cheap one. Um, told them I needed accommodation, everything. Mm-hmm. They put in all my details. They were like, okay, I'm going to be paying such so, so amount, amount per week. But um, this one, they gave me the option to pay in four installments. Okay. So I'm like, okay, cool. These are the registration, everything. And they were like, they're not taking any payments from you. When you come, you register and you sign in. Then everything goes on from there. Then what did, <laughs> what did I do? When I got to the UK, I totally forgot about it because, I mean, I was never going to use it, right? Yeah. So in my head, when the day comes and they don't see me, they'll be like, oh, this guy is not coming. normal. You He's don't know. Right. They will call your they number. Will call you. Yeah. Say, excuse <laughs> no. me, sir. You bo- no, are assuming, you forgetting something? Assuming they will call your number, that would have been better. But that's, yeah. not, what, that's not what happened. What happened? They, the would not, they would not call your number, bro. What happened? The they would just the they would keep it for you. So basically, this is what happened mm-hmm. When I didn't turn up, according to the way everything should have gone, whether you turn up or not, the way it works is once you've said you're coming, that means you're coming <laughs> and they are keeping that space for you. So in my head, it's like, oh. you know, in Nigeria, it's like you, you price something, then you say, ah, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Exactly. Mm. Okay, perfect. I'm coming back. And then you don't come back. You're just like, oh, this one is not serious. I'll mm-hmm, give it to mm-hmm. No, yeah, they'll keep it for you. They will. Yeah. So that's what happened. They loyalty, people. Mm-hmm. Loyalty. Like, not, there's no need not to not keep it. Why not? You understand? He might come back. Honestly, you might actually come back. And I see why they do that. And they, mm-hmm. didn't, they didn't give it to anyone else and then they were keeping the rent for me like and then one day i was just going through my emails um maybe spam or something and i just see an email reminder. from this guy's they reminder always. you you have 600 and something pounds rent. i'm like wait what from from where what's going on? <laughs> you know and then that was when i called them so even even that's what she was saying that like they won't remind you they, they expect you to know no what did you pay that money you. i so um eventually what happened is I went to read all their clauses and I saw that like all the terms and conditions and everything. I saw that when you say, if you say you're coming, they're going to keep it for you and they're not going to give it to anybody else. So you paid. So I had to, the one under the terms and conditions, I also saw that if you don't want it again, mm-hmm. what you can do is to look for someone that Take wants that accommodation uh... and then get the person to take the accommodation so over who's, from you. So who's going to pay for the ones, the, what you were owing? So, so after, 
from the point I was supposed to move in to the point where someone took over, mm-hmm. I had to pay for that period, oh which was about four hundred and twenty pounds. So you paid that money? Yes. Is what I was asking. Bro, bro. I, paid. I paid that money through my nose because I had just come. Remember, and yeah. like I was still hustling to. I felt no, bro. I'm sure was, you will feel so sad. Bro, I, I can't like, imagine. I was something I didn't even use. I was oh like trying God. to even say, like, you know how you didn't even use the service. You can't, so you like, can't why argue d- with them. Nah, because just, the good thing is they write everything in their terms and conditions. They yeah. do. When That's they the crazy thing. you back there, yeah. you just feel foolish. That's you have to read. Because we don't read terms and conditions in we Nigeria, don't. actually. Like, <laughs> I don't think it's a Nigerian thing. I think it's a global thing. Yeah, it is. People don't. Do you read? Who reads them? If you read terms and conditions on this podcast, you are a criminal. You are a cultist. You are a cultist. Because why do you have that time to be reading terms and conditions? We Something just is accept. happening. We just accept. I, I accept it. Moving on. Tiko Bashele will fight it. But you from Nigeria already booked a space, right? But for a lot of people, it's hard to get a place from Nigeria. For like me now, right? I, I came to this country and I like, did not have any accommodation. So like I had to book an Airbnb. Yeah. I was in Airbnb for three weeks, guys. Damn, son. Damn son, bro. Damn, son. I was paying. Spent a lot. I was paying dollars, and then we were charging me in dollars. I don't know why I was paying my Airbnb in dollars. Oh my God. But I say bad guy because you know Mugbo well at Nigeria. Uh-uh. I got money in the bag. You got money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was blowing it on Airbnb. I stayed at Airbnb for three weeks, right? The third week, I said no. And the crazy thing, as we were staying in this MRB, we were doing house hunting. We're going mm-hmm. to places to view houses, and none of them was just looking nice. I wouldn't have stayed in the student, acc- student accommodation. And I would, guys, Nika, you stayed in the student accommodation before. Yeah. You're going to tell us the experience, right? Yeah. I would not advise anybody to no. stay in the student accommodation. Nope. Student accommodation should be your last option. Mm-hmm. Try as much as possible to check every other place, and then you don't see anything, then go to the student accommodation. And so I mean what? every other place, even if it's like B90. Honestly. <laughs> Look, yeah. Honestly. Every, like, Honestly. bro, even if it's B70, 100, wherever, just look for somewhere else before the student accommodation. It's another city. Even I was, I was if, coming from yeah. Manchester to Birmingham for, no, that's crazy. for three months. No, 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 son, that's crazy. <laughs> no, to be fair, that's the journey, journey was like two hours, two hours, 30 minutes at most. And what, if you're, come on, if you're in Lagos, that, that's, what's that? that? Come yeah. on. Why are you saying Lagos? Yeah, but that's Island to mainland. 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 But that was Island. stressful. That must have been so stressful. Yeah. I, many, was, I, I, I was a, a Lagos boy, fam. How many days in a week were you? Were you it was you? twice a week. Okay. Oh, so, but enough. if you're going um, from the island to mainland in Lagos every day, you spend approximately three hours go come so see, what are we talking th- that's, about that's 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 a different situation what because <laughs> in lagos the only thing that is stopping in lagos is traffic it is different when you're just moving for but two hours i can tell you that that was actually easier and like more relaxing than traveling in lagos were you tra- were you in a train were you it was a train? train yeah train so you ah, just sit boy. on the train one hour 30 minutes you're where you are maybe an extra 15 minutes walk here and mm-hmm. five minutes bus here and that's it. I hear so that. It wasn't that stressful to me. Yeah. Fair. We'll also talk about the best places to like get houses, like proximity to your university and all of that. We'll talk about that because you need to actually put that into consideration. Yeah. Things you need to consider before you get a place. Um, let me just tell you my own quick story. So I came here, those two, three weeks, we're looking for a place, myself and my friend Debo. We did not find anywhere. We now found somewhere and they kept on delaying us. Come today, come tomorrow. Come today, come tomorrow. Now my Airbnb lavish living as exhausted you know and i had to move to my cousin's place at milton Keynes. now uni has already started that's a distance oh trust me what are you saying you, you came two hours you know, it's like 40 minutes what do you mean 
Which is like 40 minutes. Really? Yeah, it's not it was, far. Oh, really? That, that's not bad. Then. At most, one hour. Like, really? it wants to be bad, one hour. So, like, you know, I was coming from Milton Keynes almost every day because I had classes three times a week. Yeah. Right? So, I would come from Milton Keynes to this place. And it was so expensive. In a week, I was spending nothing less than 150 pounds, you guys. On what? what? On transportation. My God. No, no, 150. Oh, okay. In a week. Yeah. Oh. Damn, son. Yeah. Because I was paying 20 sometimes, 30 sometimes. And I was in my head, Change. I was... I don't know why in my head I was thinking I was nothing. Did you have a real card? No, I did not have a real card. My See, you God. guys, you guys, you guys, <laughs> you guys leave me and this, my initial day. See, I wish all the money I, sp- I spent in this UK, I could, I, when I first came, I wish I could get them Trust back. Trust me. We've I swear I'll be there. rich. We've, we've all been there. I'll buy a house in Sutton There's Sutton-Ko no way, fields. except you probably have like maybe a close family member, maybe like a brother or mm-hmm. a very close um, family that would actually like maybe help you break down these things and See, everything. Yeah. You will waste money. You will, yeah, you will, waste, money. You will waste money. Information is very extremely important Yo. it doesn't even have to be a close family member it just has yeah, to be someone, like someone that's that really been cares. in your shoes no, mm. not even like someone that's passed through like so because basically i have a cousin that moved from nigeria to um uk as well but he came through it um getting a job mm. so wow. he could not help me yeah. <laughs> you understand? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he didn't come through master so he yeah. didn't know like things i needed to do things yeah. so you just need someone that's been in your shoes yeah. before yeah, yeah, you yeah. True, true, yeah, true. Like, i hear that yeah. i hear that bro so i was coming for milton kings i was coming for milton every day spending 150 pounds per week i was doing that and then all of a sudden we find a place and then we're moving beautiful space right two bedroom apartment I was from Martin and Co. Amazing service that they gave to us. The bills were decent, right? And I really appreciate this space because it's 15 minutes. It's, le- it's like five minutes. It's like a five minutes drive to the city center. Mm-hmm. 45 minutes walk from and to the city center, right? So it, it was just a nice space at the end of the day. But one of the challenges that I hear a lot of people complain about is you get here for houses they will not tell you, ah, no, the accommodation has been taken, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, sorry, mm-hmm. somebody has gone. And I think that that is, I'm sorry to say, but I'm going to play the race card. Yeah. Because I think it is a race issue. Because it it's mostly, have. yeah, that they, they, you will get it. And I say, ah, I'm a, a Nigerian. No, I, I think <laughs> it, it, does, it does have a role to play. But also, mm-hmm. I think, um, also source of income, actually. Source which of I income. can't blame them for. Because, mm. I mean, if you're applying, you know you apply for accommodation, like you apply for jobs in yeah. here. So if you're applying for an accommodation, someone that has, like, a proper source of income, like maybe um person probably earns, like, uh, let's say, 40K. Mm-hmm. Um, Pahanom, and then you as a student or someone that just oh, uh, okay, okay. So it's not necessarily race. So it's not necessarily race. race. It's just mm. like, oh, they're sure this person will be able to afford, but then you're there. Like, what do you do? Like, you're yeah. probably earning per hour or something. Are yeah. you sure one day you wouldn't just start asking yeah. them for, oh, extension or something? But they are sure, oh, this person has like a steady source of income. Mm. They'll be able to afford it. Like, mm. yeah, and Hanwa, um, um, source of income can actually pay, pay their, for their the rents rent and everything. Than, so, than yeah. you that's just a student that be that can only yeah, work for twenty hours. Yeah, because if you notice hours. when when you're applying, they probably ask you this, some of these questions, like they ask you how much you earn mm-hmm. and everything. Do you have a guarantor? Mm, yes, guarantors, yeah. guys. We're gonna, whoa, wow. this is a whole yeah. thing that we're going to talk about. So we're going to be talking about the things you need to look out for when you're looking for accommodation as a student. I don't know about people that are looking for jobs because some of these jobs that bring people in usually give them accommodation, right? Some people that bring get jobs what here. I know, what I know is that they give you um, 
a period okay. for you to look for your own accommodation. Okay. And in that period, they'll take care of like somewhere you need to stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for students specifically, right, if you're looking for accommodation, here are some of the things, here are some pointers that you need to look for. Now I'll say the first one so that you people will not say it. <laughs> <laughs> Proximity to your university. You need to consider that. What I usually I like tell... That right, pro- mm, thanks. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. For instance, to your university, right? Let me tell you, if you are looking... Now, from Nigeria, you can open your Google Maps. <laughs> Don't be playing with yourself. Open your Google Maps and put the postcode of the, you know, wherever you're looking at to get a space, right? Put the postcode there and put your university address there. Mm-hmm. Google Map will tell you the distance from school. It will even show you the buses. Mm-hmm. That's how mu- that's how much it do- that's how much information Google Maps gives you. Now, I usually tell people at most two buses to your school. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. But can it be, let's say worst come to worst, assuming you know worst come to worst, you don't have anywhere around that's just one yeah. bus, two buses at most. And if you don't find bus and they restrain at most one train. One train, yeah. One train, no bus. One train, and then you walk to your university. Yeah. Anything aside that, no, you're gonna be traveling, bro. When you say postcode and all that, because postcode, yeah. When, when I was in Nigeria, I didn't know that. What postcode is? Well, what's postcode? Yeah, yeah. So postcode is post. I don't know how to define what postcode a postcode, postcode is. Postcode. <laughs> but postcode is post. Postcode is the uh, is the code to where you live or the area in which you live. That's mm-hmm. what it is. It's the code for the area in which you live. Yeah. Right. So it's from B1 to B whatever. What? B1 is usually around the city center. Most of the universities are around the city center. Mm-hmm. Right. Ulster University, Birmingham City University, University of Birmingham is in. Selyuk, which is also around the city center, right? So that's it's B um, twenty. Actually, that's B twenty nine. B twenty nine. So another thing is, it's not really accordingly like that, yeah. right? But mm-hmm. even though, once you start to see B ninety, mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you trying to move to? Can I just run. Are you trying to move to? Yeah. So basically, mm-hmm. um, the postcode is very, very important. Mm. Yeah. When we talk about addresses in Nigeria, nobody ever talks about postcode. Postcode. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Postcode is like the exact way of identifying your address. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to look for accommodation, um, get the perfect location of your school or anything, you just need to find the postcode and check um, the distance from one postcode to another postcode, basically. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So just check that. Make sure that your um, your postcode proximity to your university very, 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 very important, okay? I think someone has another one. The second thing I'm going to be talking about is... I want I want to say shine your eye, but if you're still in Nigeria, <laughs> you, can't, you can't shine the eye because basically, during my search for accommodation... I would see places on the website I was using. I was using Spare Room. And, like, it looked so beautiful and all that. And then when you go for the viewing, there, w- there was one guy almost, I almost beat this guy when he, when he took me to view. <laughs> okay. When he took me to view the accommodation. Like, you see an accommodation that looks so beautiful. And then when you get to the place, you're like, wait, what? Is this the same place? <laughs> this is the no, same it, place. No, it can't be the same place. Mm-hmm. So, basically, like, I think because people are in Nigeria, you might see something that looks nice online. And, um... For one reason or the other, some people just like take it even without knowing yeah. what it looks like exactly. They even make payments. Yeah, be- Don't ever make any down payments, yeah. people. Doubt. Like, do make not sure, like, ever deposit. I'm you, sorry, I've already given. Yeah, you because one. you can you can <laughs> pay at the property. That's yeah, the thing. That's like, another thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to either wait till you see it or someone you can trust to mm-hmm. look at it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if if you just go ahead with it and then you get there, I'm telling you, I 
I before I finally go where I'm staying now. Okay, you've never been to my place. Before I finally go where I'm staying now, I went to. Don't like, don't say I've never been to your place. Like you invited me to your place and I said no. <laughs> don't don't make people think I don't go to my <laughs> friends. Place. No, 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 like, because I'm like there was, a, there was a time old um, old guys came. Mm-hmm. Man, I remember mm-hmm. that maybe you you know that. No, so basically, all the places I went to, ninety percent of the times. The places you see online, they don't look like that in real life. Mm-hmm. So that's something to be very, very worried mm. about. Most of the places you see, ninety percent of the time, they don't look like that in real life. The pictures and the videos just make it look really fantastic, but in reality, bro, it's not the same. It's not the same, yes. It's not the same. So shine your eyes. That's one tip. The first one is proximity to, to your university. Second one is shine your eyes. Don't <laughs> sleep. What you ordered versus what you got. Don't exactly, let it happen to bro. you. <laughs> yes, Nikkei, what's, what's the best one? For me, I would say if you would maybe end up taking the student accommodation, probably because of your parents' um, imputes or because you feel it's safer and every other thing, trust me, the moment you move in, start looking for, let's say, like two or three months in or let's say four months in because getting accommodation is not easy. Mm. Start looking for a place because the day my rent actually got due, I was locked out. <laughs> Yeah, eh? I was not. Like I was even told. I just, got, I just got back to my accommodation, and then my key wasn't working. I'm like, Are you serious? What, what the hell is happening? Because I got in really late that day. It was like 11 p.m. Because obviously, hey, I, thinking, I, like just for me this to my go in and go and sleep. Do you understand? I'm not joking. My key wasn't working, and I was worried. I was there for like few minutes, then I went to like the window side to like talk to the concierge guy mm-hmm. like okay what's happening and everything and it was like is my key not working i said yes then he let me in and when i got in it was like oh your rent is due um sorry your contract ended Expired. today and the funny thing is i was at that place that morning to i think to print or something and he never said anything nobody to says nobody that because, because, you, because you, like, it should be in your calendar people they don't, they don't, they don't tell you these things mm-hmm. but also yeah it should be in your calendar but at the same time i think a reminder could help mm. it's just i think it's nigerian mentality yeah, how like, you know how somebody will be pressuring you nobody's yeah. gonna knock your door a reminder would do help that. but i mean i don't blame them for not putting the reminder. but that, that was just and that, those are That's like what some of the things That's people cool. that stay in students accommodation actually go through like once their um rents get and um, their contract ends it's so like the pressure is on them to get a place and everything so mm. it's the earlier the better you actually start looking for a place mm. so because yeah so like just try to because student accommodation contract it doesn't read it reads a year but it's actually not up to 12 up months to, yeah i heard, I heard it's, it's not it's like months. eight months i think yeah mm. it's mm. like yeah it's like eight months it's mm. it's not up to um 12 months so it reads a year but the way they actually calculate their own um contract here is very different so mm. you have to be like you have to really do like anything you have to do like quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just start looking for a place if you plan to move out. Mm-hmm. So, so number one is um, proximity to your university. Number two is shine your eyes. Go and look at, make sure that you're looking for somewhere else whilst you're, in you know, somewhere. In, if, if you plan to move out. At what stage do you start looking for your accommodation? When coming? Yeah. Before, before you, you get come. here. I usually tell people the moment you get your admission. The moment you get your cast, actually. Your cast or your admission? Um, so the thing is, yeah, I mean both, but um, I would say cast is like, it's until you get your cast, you've actually gotten the admission, in my own opinion. I hear that. Yeah, it's until you've gotten actually your cast, that's when you've gotten the admission. Mm. Before your cast is still, temp- like, you're not sure, because you can't use the admission for anything yet until mm. you get your cast. So yeah, the moment you get your cast, or maybe when you apply for it, maybe when you're waiting for your cast, because mostly I've never really heard of anyone who got cast rejection, if that's a thing. I've heard of. 
really so so you see so you see why i said that's but, the best but i'm not, yeah, but, but i'm saying for. don't pay i'm not saying pay for the accommodation right? oh, oh yeah. i'm saying Look just for, start yeah. like, start looking at start having conversations with landlords yeah, start yeah. sending emails mm-hmm. right start checking websites start looking for the kind of accommodation that you want to live mm-hmm. in right the area start putting the postcode with um the university postcode like start doing all of those research yeah, that you yeah. need to so you will know okay is this Selyuk that I want to stay exactly. is it um this place that yeah, is yeah, it, this yeah. place close to uni mm-hmm, how much mm-hmm. just and it just helps you and then when you get your cars then you can start moving forward with the conversation right exactly. you can start yeah, progressing yeah, yeah, and yeah. Exactly. you know choosing so but let's talk about the types of accommodations right in the UK for people who don't know because we want to help you guys okay um the First one that I would say is student accommodation. That's the popular one. Yeah. Now, and the way they uh, is the way they advertise student accommodation it makes it look like it's very enticing and very sweet. It makes it look like it <laughs> should wish. be the go-to option. It should be the go-to option, but, but it is definitely not the go-to Don't option. Don't go to student accommodation. Nick is going to tell us why, and then we'll wrap up the show. Nick, you tell us that story at the end of this, and then we'll wrap it up. But yes, types of accommodation in the UK. I think student accommodation is the first one that I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the um second what what do they call? I think be, be, before you say that, for student accommodation, most of the student accommodation are contractual one. Secondly, you do not pay monthly. Most of them, right? Yep. You don't pay monthly. You either yeah. pay. Instrumentally, half of the payment first, or you pay everything at once. So think about that. Do you really want to pay about one thousand pounds immediately, or you want to, you know, come here? You know, where just weigh your options really and truly, right? Mm -hmm. So for student accommodation, is either is either it's a contract or it is you know instrumental payments, right? That's for student accommodation. And okay, yeah. So the um, other kind of accommodation is what they call shared accommodation or HMOs. I think that's mm. also what they call them. So basically, the advantage of this one is that you get to pay monthly. You mm. pay your um, rent month by month, so you don't have to worry about like the whole tenure of your masters. Like because, like he said, student accommodations. If your if your masters is for one year, you get a contract for a one year contract. They might split the whole one year into two different payments, two mm. installments or four installments, which is a lot to pay at once. But with shared accommodations, you can actually pay month by month. There's also disadvantage that because you're sharing a whole house with different people that you might not know, mm-hmm. people with different characters. You know, it might it might be a bit of a hassle depending on how how you get along. But if you can get an ensuite um room. Which is always like the best option. Like a studio. No, a studio. Oh, no, okay, okay. An like, ensuite okay. room, like um, in for example, a shared accommodation, which is a house of six. Each room has its own bathroom and toilets. The accommodations like that. Yeah, that's Ooh. the kind of accommodation mm-hmm. I live in. So, ah. ba- yeah, yeah. So each room has its own bathroom and toilet. So you don't have to share bathroom and toilets. You have your bathroom mm. and toilet in your own room. Nice. Yeah, and then the only part of the house you would have to share would be the living room mm. and the kitchen. So that's to me should is a more realistic go to option mm. for accommodations and the good part. And how much is, do you pay for that? Is the, bu- is the so bills inclusive I, I, in that? I was going to say that yeah. um, we're, we talk, we're talking about bills inclusive. All HMOs are always bills inclusive. I hear that. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about in, um, internet bills or electric bills or water bills separately. Everything is included. I would that's say weird. an average price. Average rent price is five hundred pounds, but one of the lucky people I pay four hundred right now. It's <laughs> not saying you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. You pay four hundred. Yeah, four hundred per including month, including including bills. Are you going to move out of that place after uni? No, what? Definitely not. So uh, that's, that's the good thing. I don't have to think about getting kicked out on like student accommodations where once you're no longer a student, you have to move out. Mm-hmm. But for this kind of accommodation, my other um, neighbors they've been staying there for four years, so it's 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 like um, where is this B what? B twenty three. 
Is it oh, far? That, editing, it's not far. It's like 10 minutes on the oh, bus. Oh, editing is actually not far. But it's no, not far. It's, it's, yeah, it's not far. It's just the bus. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for apartments. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 crazy. I like that you told me this because I'm actually looking for apartments yeah, now. Come to... In come, that side. Uh, yeah. Editing, editing is quite... Is, it's quite chilled, actually. That's I've been nice. to that area before. Yeah. Uh-uh. So I'd like to... Uh, 400 on suite. Although it's it's rare because, like I said, the average price you'd find for that is like 500. 500. Yeah, yeah. 500 is decent. I wouldn't like to. 500 is very decent. I pay about 572 right now, you guys. And that's... Okay, well... Because I, my bills are separate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that is such a chore, you guys. Wait, after the 572, you still pay bills? No, 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 plus bills. bills. Like, oh, okay. So, like, okay. guys, another thing you should look out for is as much as possible, try not to get, try to get bills inclusive in houses. Yep. For your studentship, especially, because I don't think you want to start thinking about, about how to bills. pay light as yes. a student that has masters, exactly. assignments to write. Exactly, bro. Do you understand? Always go for bills inclusive houses mm-hmm. because once you pay your rent, everything is covered. You mm-hmm. don't have to think about anything other thing mm-hmm. basically yeah mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's it so yes that's um shared apartment right yes. i think that's it i got on a zoom call with Foyi, who is an mba student uh in london and she gives us some some sites that you could check for accommodation uh just in case you're coming to the uk and you're listening to this podcast here are some sites that you could look through and find decent accommodation at decent prices okay Can you give us places to check for flats, for apartments that you checked for? And uh, yeah. Sure. Websites like Rightmove, Zoopla, Open Rent, Spare Room. I got my house through Spare Room. Mm. Yeah, which was quite, I even thought Spare Room would be the last place I would get a house because most of the things on Spare Room are house shares. And sperm is mainly for like if you found if you get want a house or if someone is looking for like a roommate to share a house with, that's usually where they will go to find the person. So mm-hmm. I was skeptical about if I'll be able to even find like something for just me. But yeah, I was able to. So Sperum is good. Openrent.co.uk, zoopla.com, rightmove.co.uk. Those are the really great sites. Check these sites out and don't forget to check out the first episode of Jackpot 101 where we talked about the Jackpot job hunt. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I hope we have been helpful and accommodation will not be as stressful by the time you begin your search. Alright, Jackpot 101 returns next week and this time we'll be talking a lot more about your mental health and how Jackpot sub-communities have helped put that in check. Um, by the way, I have a surprise for you at the end of the season, okay? So you want to listen till the end of the season. Don't forget to share and send in your questions to me at Landry Shonubi across all social media platforms. All right. Um, until next week, Jackpot folks. <laughs>